Station in North Georgia. Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville.
your bulletins right quick, you should see a uh, folded up piece of paper. And on one side, you'll see the history of U.S. Thanksgiving. On the other side, you'll see the Mayflower Compact. Just want to spend just a moment here. In December 1620, Mayflower anchored at Plymouth, Massachusetts. The first winter, half the pilgrims perished. In the summer, the Mayflower set sail to go back to England, but not one pilgrim was on board to come. But I want you to flip over just a second. And I underline just a few things because they tell us now, are trying to teach our kids now that the pilgrims came over here for prosperity, not for freedom of worship. But that's not what the history books said when I was coming along. Uh, and if you study this Mayflower Compact, you'll see that that is not the case. They came over here to help spread Christianity there. They came over here to worship the Lord Jesus Christ in freedom. And it began by saying, in the name of God, amen. Well, they, that don't sound like a bunch of heathens to me, do you, that just want to come get rich. But see, that's how Satan works. That's how the folks who want to change our Constitution and what we stand for and what America stands for, that's what they say, oh, it, it was for prosperity. You go on, it says, by the grace of God is underlined. And then it says, for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. It doesn't say for the advancement of religion. It said for the advancement of Christian faith. I'm going to tell you what, that narrows her down, don't it? That puts her right, that, that's right on Jesus Christ and Him alone. And he went on to say, in the presence of God. But take time to read that, and you'll see that they came over here, oh, with the intent to worship the Lord Jesus Christ and spread the Christian faith and have the freedom to, because they had gotten bound over in England. But they came over here for that freedom. But I like that. The first U.S. Thanksgiving, of course, <laughs> at the... End of the first summer, the Indians helped the pilgrims, and they had a harvest, and they set aside three days to give thanks. Or three days, the pilgrims ended coming together to give thanks to the Lord. It's hard to get folks to take a couple minutes to give thanks at the dinner table, isn't it? But they spent three days giving the Lord thanks. Lord, if I eat for three days, I'd be in trouble with like that. But anyway, they... First thing, the first Thanksgiving day for the purpose of prayer and celebration. Governor Bradford set that on July 30th, 1623. In 1789, President George Washington set aside November the 26th. In 1863, Abraham Lincoln proclaimed the last Thursday of November for Thanksgiving. But then in 1939, President Roosevelt moved it up a week <laughs> Now get this, to allow an extra week for Christmas shopping. All right. By the way, uh, Christmas stuff was out in September this year. I don't know if you noticed that. In 1941, though, Congress set aside the fourth Thursday of November for Thanksgiving Day. And it is a day to give our Lord honor, praise.
praise and thanks. Amen. Uh, thank you, Lord, is the song. I am blessed. I'm blessed to be saved, born again. All right. If you have your Bibles, please turn with us to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We want to read verse 18, and if you're physically able, would you please stand in honor of the reading of the Holy Word of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. You know, he said there, rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. But verse, and he goes on to say, quench not the spirit, prove all things, and hold fast to which is good. But verse 18, I want you to look at this. He said, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of man, the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. You may be seated. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You ever uh, just seem like your circumstances, situation has just kind of got you bogged down? And it's really hard to find that inward peace in your heart and in your mind. Sometimes... You wonder, is it just going to be, is there enough? Is there going to be enough? Well, let me say, the Word of God tells us, try thanksgiving. And that's the thought. Try thanksgiving. When it seems like everything is just not going the way you want it to go, when it seems like everything's just not happening like you want it to happen, you know, Try giving the Lord praise and thanks. Try lifting Him up. That's what the Word of God tells us to do right here, isn't it? And so first we begin with the command. The command. Well, in this text, we see our responsibility to the command. He said, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. So this isn't really... Something, David, that's optional. Uh, here's, here's A, Eli, I can choose to give thanks. Here's B, I can choose uh, maybe not to give thanks. Maybe C is one on Mondays and Wednesdays and Sundays I can give. That, that's not what a command is, is it? In everything, in every day, you and I are to give thanks. It's our responsibility. I'm going to tell you what, if you've gotten so low, if Satan has beat you down so much that you're not able to just give the Lord thanks for saving your soul, you need to come and just get on your knees before Almighty God and just try thanksgiving. Just praise Him. I'm going to tell you, maybe getting a little ahead of myself, but sometimes I can be so discouraged. And you know, I think, Lord, I'm not doing any good. I'm not doing anybody any good. I'm not succeeding in anything. I fail at everything I do. And Lord, But you know what? I can be going down the road and, boy, Satan's attacking me. And I'll stop and say, Lord, I just want to thank you. I just want to praise you. You saved me. Lord, you didn't have, but you did. Lord, thank you for your blessings and your benefits and your birth. Lord, thank you. And you know what? I began to thank him, and it just seemed like uh, there all of that other just kind of seems to start fading out. And I say, well, Lord, 
I'm just going to keep going for you. Lord, just, I want to keep on. I just want to keep on. My situation may not change. My circumstances may not change. But, Lord, I just want to keep going for you. I'm going to tell you what, when you start giving thanks, I'm going to tell you what, that peace of God that passes all understanding will come. That's what he said to do. He said, be careful for nothing. Don't worry about anything. He said, with prayer and uh, supplication and with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, hey, the command. All right, now, that's our responsibility in the command, is to give thanks. We all agree to that, right? It's not an option. It is a command. But secondly, look at our range in the command. You say, okay, preacher, what are you talking about our range? Well, let's, let's begin with this. How about for all things? He said, in everything, give thanks. In Ephesians chapter number 5, verse 20, he said, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For all things. Now, you said, now wait a minute, wait a minute, preacher. Do you give thanks? Are you thankful for sickness, for sorrow, for separation, for suffering? He's not saying be thankful for the sickness. Don't be thankful for the sorrow or all of that. He said, but in all things give thanks. In other words, through it all, when you're suffering, when you have sorrow, when all of these things come, He's saying stop and just give the Lord thanks. You don't have to give him thanks that you've got pneumonia. You don't have to give him thanks for having cancer. But just give him thanks. Give him thanks. Why? Hey, thank the Lord that he's with us. Hebrews 13, he said he'll never leave us or forsake us. We can give him thanks. Hey, even when, you know, even when we were battling covid I gave him thanks that he never left me. He never forsook me. 2013, I was thankful he was there. 2011, when my father passed, I was thankful he was. I wasn't glad my father passed. But I was thankful that the Lord was there. And so I was through. Hey, listen, he's with us. Thank God he's in control. He's in control. For all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are the called according to his purpose. In other words, folks, everything's going to work out good if it's in God's purpose and God's plan. If we're being obedient and we're in his will, amen, God is in control. I'm thankful he is. I was over at Mom's the other day and she had the news on. I don't, I don't turn it on at the house. I'm be, but she had the news on. And I was sitting there for just a few minutes, and I, I said, thank you, Lord, you're in control. And I'm going to tell you what, you could already see the media trying to sway public opinion toward the Palestinians. I watched that. Even Fox, they're already trying to sway that, that opinion out there. Have you all noticed that? They went into that hospital over there in Gaza, found all of these weapons that Hamas has stored. And Hamas said, we didn't put no weapons in there. So the report was, well, we don't know for sure. We wasn't with the Israelis when they found them, so we're not sure. And I, you can see what, planning in that doubt where the Israel's telling the truth. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what, somebody that'll go 
cut a baby's head off, make their parents watch, then kill the parents, I wouldn't believe a word they said and they could stand on the stack of Bibles. Would you? Doesn't make sense, does it? But thank God he is still in control, all right? And it's only going to go as far as he lets it, all right? Thank God he's in control. He will never give us more than we can handle. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 tells us that. He's not going to put no more on us than that we're able to handle through his power, through his strength. I can do all things through who? Christ Jesus, who does what? Strengthens me. It's not in my might. It's not in my power. But praise God, it's in his. I can be thankful that I know he's going to help me through. Amen. Oh, listen. <clears throat> Thank God we are his children. If you've been saved and you're born again, no matter what you're going through, you can be thankful that the Lord is your Savior. I've used this illustration many times here on Thanksgiving. It's hard to believe this is my 21st Thanksgiving with you here at New Bridge. Amen. A lot to be thankful for. Y'all get that after a while. Anyway, on my part anyway, all right, we'll leave it there. All right. But I read... An about a lady over in London and she was close to dying and a minister went into it's a run down part of town a little old shack and there was no furniture really just a mattress over in a corner and a little old lady laid there and the minister went up to her and he talked with her for a minute and he said, can I get you anything? Can I do anything? Her reply was, no, I have all I need. I have Jesus. A few minutes later, he asked again, you sure I can't get anything? I can't do anything. No, sir. I have all I need. I have Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Here's this lady in poverty fixing to leave this old world uh, there. Offer what? Hey, how can we? I've got Jesus. I want to tell you what, folks, that, that's the attitude we need to have. That ought to be our motivation. Hey, I have Jesus. I've got all I need in Jesus Christ. Well, let me say this. i got to hurry. Move on. Be thankful we've got a better place to go. I love that song. I do. I go through the chicken house. I know Drew tells me to quit singing. I'm killing them off. But anyway, I go through the chicken house. I got a better place to go. I got a better place to go. Amen. I do. Praise God. I'm going to tell you what. No matter what we're going, for all things, we can be thankful the Lord is with us. We can be thankful, hey, that he's in control. We can be thankful he's not going to put no more on us than we can handle through his grace, through his mercy, through his strength, through his power. Be thankful we are his children. Be thankful we've got a better place to go. Be thankful we've got a glorified body one of these right. Oh, man, we could just go on and on and on, can't we? Amen. Hey, be thankful that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
ought to be thankful for. So, for all things. Well, then the scripture goes on right quick. Not only for all things, but at all times. What did he say? Give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said here, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. So at all times, we are to give thanks. Difficult circumstances, delightful circumstances. You know what happens? Lots of times, the Lord will bring us through something, and we really forget to say, oh, Lord, you're the one that did it, not me, and be thankful. But we need to be thankful. All right, let me move on right quick. That, that's all the command. It's here in the, in the scripture. But listen, the will of God. When we do the will of God, you and I can have communion, can't we, with the Lord. And so the second thing I want us to see is the communion here in trying Thanksgiving. And it begins with our relationship with Him. Until you today, if you're tuning in or if you're sitting under the sound of my voice, if you have never asked Jesus Christ to save your lost soul, to forgive you of your sins, then you're lost and you need to be born again. I'm not telling you a certain way to pray. I'm just telling you, you've got to call upon the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You've got to come to him and ask him. You know, it... Jesus Christ came and paid the price. A price, by the way, we could not pay on, on the cross of Calvary. The gift is out there. It's there for, it, for our just to receive. But you've got to receive it. You've got to take him as Lord and Savior. And so our relationship with him begins with salvation. But then once you and I get saved, and, and by the way, I, positionally, I'm just as saved as I'm ever going to be. Throughout all eternity, I'm going, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to be saved. But I'm going to say this, from the practical standpoint of sanctification, each day I'm being saved. Each day I should be progressing. I should be more like Jesus Christ today than I was yesterday. If the Lord allows me to see tomorrow, tomorrow I should be more like Christ than I was today. There should be that progression. And, and that's in our relationship with him. So if, we, if we're going to do that, we've got to do his will, haven't we? And so we see that, first of all, in this relationship, it is an act of obedience. He said, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Think about this in Hebrews 13, verses 15. He said, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God Continually. Hmm. Let me stop right there for just a second. Folks, I'm just following the Lord today. I, this ain't exactly going up the way I thought maybe, but hey, listen, we follow him. Continually. It don't say when things are going good. It doesn't say just when things are going the way you want them to go. It doesn't just say when you feel good. It doesn't just say when, oh, me, everything around you just seems to be falling into place. But he said here, praise to God continually. Continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not 
For with such sacrifice, God is well pleased. You know, uh, I always hated to displease my parents. And I always hated these words. Well, son, I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I don't want to hear that from my Heavenly Father either. I don't want to hear that from Him. So listen, in this, it has to do with relationship. It is an act of obedience. Okay? It is an act of worship. When we give thanks, hey, it, it is an act of worshiping our Lord and Savior. In other words, it's saying, hey, Lord, I realize that every good, and Miss Kathy did a great job this year, I realize that every good and perfect gift comes from above. And Lord, I'm taking time to thank you and to praise you for that. By the way, if every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord, reckon where all them bad stuff comes from. Amen. So here, it, it, it is not only an act of obedience, but it's an act of worship. Well, Again, as we pointed out, it is, it's an act of humility. It's just humbling yourself down and realizing the Lord is the one that has control and he is the one that's worthy of praise. All right? Let me move on. Hey, not only in our relationship with him, but our recognition of him. Thank God when we stop and we give thanks, again, we are recognizing him as the giver. He is a gracious giver, by the way. We've done used the two verses, John 3.16 and, and John, uh, James, excuse me, James 1.17. He is a gracious giver. But let me tell you what, we need to be a grateful recipient, don't we? We need to be a grateful recipient. <laughs> uh, if I walk down here, which I'm not going to do, by the way, <laughs> and I was handing out $100 today, or you give me a hundred dollars. But if I gave him a hundred dollars, and David just took, and he took that hundred and just took it in his pocket and turned around and walked off. Now, I've been a gracious giver, haven't I? But he hasn't been too grateful for a recipient, has he? And I, you say, I used that illustration there. That's the way it is in our life with the Lord. When he gives, we ought to be grateful. Amen? Hey, a grateful heart will be thankful. Amen? And I, I'm thankful. Amen? And then let me close with this right quick. Our reverence for him. We give thanks to God the Father. In the name of the, God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Let me say it is our reverence for him. If there's something that's lacking today, it's reverence for the Lord. And I'm going to tell you, not being ugly, but the Lord's getting a lot of credit for things he has nothing to do with because it does not reverence him. It does not glorify him. It does not lift him up. I'm going to lift up Jesus today. I want to thank him. I want to praise him. It is a command. But I want that communion. I want that fellowship. I want that relationship. I, 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 I want to be able to walk with him and talk with him. Amen. Just call upon. You know, I remember years ago as we were getting a song ready, 
Lydia and I first started dating, she was going to Valdosta College, and I was working here at Hall County. And uh, I'd call her, and I just just enjoyed it. And we'd be on the phone uh, an hour or two having that communion fellowship. I always enjoyed that till I got the phone bill. Back in the day, that's before cell phones. All that. It wasn't nothing to have a two or three hundred dollar phone bill. Because I'm calling Valdosta Lane because I want to speak to Lydia. She was my sweetheart. She was my gal. I was excited. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm glad I can talk to my Savior and it ain't going to cost me a dime. I'm glad I'm, I've got a direct line in. And he's just waiting to hear. Amen. And I love him. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.